Welcome to the Fencing Update. News, tips, and opinions on the Olympic sport of fencing. For fencers, by fencers. With Danny and Josh, we are two fencers from the Desert Fencing Academy. Together we have a combined 28 years of fencing experience. Welcome to the second edition of the Fencing Article Review. I'm Danny. This is Josh. And welcome aboard. One article in particular drew our collective attention in this spring 2006 edition of American Fencing Magazine. It's the one entitled Sudden Impact, written by Dr. John Heal. It's basically turning an injury into an advantage, if there is such a thing. Now, unfortunately, we are in a sport where it involves some sort of contact. So there is that particular chance that you may occur an injury. Well, yeah, and you can get an injury playing ping pong. So, uh, you know, it happens in every sport. And this is a th- something that every athlete has to uh, overcome at some certain point. But there, I think that there are some specifics to fencing that we're going to look at. I guess first and foremost, what you should decide if you do become injured in a bout is, obviously, is the injury so severe that you can't continue to compete in that particular bout? Of course, if that is a scenario, well then the only obvious choice is for you to withdraw from that bout and take care of that particular injury. However, then there is the second case to that scenario. And that's where you can decide to keep going and and you have to make the decision on what kind of uh, reaction you're going to have for that and I- this article mentions uh, three different ways that you can uh, well the first one is you just uh, basically you give up in your bout while even though you keep fencing um, you react with fear uh, fearing further injury so you lose uh, the second one is you react with anger which could go in a, in a few different ways directions. It could be an advantage and a disadvantage depending on how you manage your anger. Exactly. I think that uh, there are, I guess as a positive aspect, it could give you that surge of adrenaline. It could give you that motivation to fence through whatever injury that you have currently suffered and get to the next point of the bout. And maybe actually at that point, switch the momentum because it's giving you a little bit more of a drive and an incentive to finish that particular bout. And I think it also uh, depends on how you received your injury. If it was a self-inflicted injury or if your opponent inflicted on it will really, I think, have a large influence on how your anger is inspired. Exactly. Well, there is a downside to having anger be your reaction to an injury. For example, if you start fencing with just a headstrong nature and you just start fencing with this really powerful anger of an emotion, you have a tendency to be a little... You would be fencing with a more or less an impulsive nature. Okay. And with that impulsive nature comes a lack of rational decision, decision making. You would not necessarily be thinking through to what the next point is going to be, but just the raw drive to get that point. And that is where your opponent could actually, at that point, use your anger to their advantage. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're 
so angry that you keep pressing a certain tactic that you believe will work even though it's not working, that's definitely a disadvantage through anger. If you overcompensate with your anger then and, and you, you exaggerate all your movements because you're so angry and you, you put too much force behind your movements, then your opponent can time you and you know, sneak into your opening. Because at that point you're fencing with an almost uncontrolled physical reaction. It's just becoming, your actions are becoming so big and you're actually allowing an opportunity for your opponent to capitalize on your overly aggressive nature. Yeah, and it's, it's so easy to time those when you see that large movement and you can uh, predict what's going to happen. When somebody's angry, they're predictable. I, that's absolutely true. There's, that's absolutely true. And then I think the third one that really needs to get looked at here is the most interesting reaction is that of additional determination. And I think this additional determination really becomes a wild card. It's, it's really hard. It really depends upon the individual fencer on how they're going to react with this particular determination. Is this going to a add a new resilience it, because I think what the article really is referring to in this sense is simply this determination is equivalent to a physical reaction. This is, this resilience that they're referring to is basically your emotional reaction to this stressful time. Mm -hmm. I think this is also an immeasurable part of a athlete's game. It, if you are a competitor, and at a certain point you just have to know that you're going to Unfortunately, you're, you're, you're injured gonna, in your sport. Right, and and the determination is where you you think you, even after you've been injured, your your thought is I'm going to finish this bout. I'm fencing to the end, and I'm going to fence my best until the end. And I think I mean for me in my experience, I mean I've had that where I've been injured, and I thought I'm just going to keep going, and and you compensate for your injury and with using different tactics. Exactly. Your physicality can take you to a certain point, but I think your mental resilience, especially in a time of injury, can take you to that next particular level to get you through that bout. It would actually allow you to hone your game into a different aspect of your fencing game. It would allow you to, instead of being more aggressive, allow you to focus more on, say, second intentions. It would allow you to explore other avenues of your game so that way you can compensate for however you particularly injured yourself. Right. So if, if say, my particular circumstance, I remember I was in a, in a bout where I really couldn't lunge anymore because my calf, my rear calf was cramping up. And I, I couldn't move quickly. I couldn't lunge. So I turned all defensive, and but with second intentions. So that I would take a pair of posts with the second repost, or with a remise. Exactly. You would just you had to retool the aggressive nature of your game and just start to fence a little bit more passively, or focus on a different area of intent to get that point. Right, and you'd have that. What what I did is I, I noticed that my hand got faster, and also that my eye got faster with knowing where my opponent's weapon was going in that I, I became hyper aware because I knew I couldn't move out of the way. I just think what this is really qual trying to qualify to fencers is that 
there are ways to compensate for an injury. If you are fencing a well-formulated game, a little bit of a physical setback isn't necessarily going to be enough to stop you from winning that particular bout. It can actually at sometimes propel you to get through that bout in an even more effective nature than you had previously been fencing at. Just for the simple fact that you are now at this point, one of the things this article discussed was that you're actually having some of the mental stress that you're putting on yourself be alleviated. And without that stress weighing heavily down on your psyche, you're now able to unlock different aspects of your fencing game. Right, you have more freedom of thinking instead of uh, pushing a certain agenda that you've uh, preconceived for the bout. And on another note, it also causes your opponent to lower their expectations of your performance if they see that you're injured. But I think it's really important, though, as a fencer, for you to realize that just because you have this injury, you shouldn't use this as an excuse to not fence well in the particular bout that you're in. In fact, why not turn this particular negative action into as much of a positive as you can and go forward using some of the adrenaline that you may have or using some of the raw skills that you have to in your own fencing game to really just excel your own fencing knowledge in that particular just to retool your own fencing style in that bout and it's a it's a great time to experiment um, with with um, unexpected moves so that you know you, you can surprise your opponent because that's the time when when you have to pull out all the big guns and all the crazy secrets that you know of uh, that you know when you're injured or even on a little bit more of a conservative note maybe you can stop trying to throw these extravagant moves and really focus more on the basics. It really depends on the type of fencer that you are. Just know that you have options other than your normal fencing style. That's why it's important to have this repertoire of fencing moves and just explore different fencing styles when you practice. Practice being aggressive. Practice being passive. Practice, you know, with a lot of second intentions. Just change up your fencing styles. So that way you have a bag of tricks to go to if you do ever find yourself injured or for whatever reason certain attacks aren't working, hmm, go figure. Change up your style, get that point, throw your opponent off. Yeah, exactly. And then this article also goes into talking about the, the zone where you come into that place where you know where everything is going to happen at any moment. But... That's such a rare place to go to. But if you do drop into that zone, you're able to see where your opponent's moving, and that's where the basics come in handy because most of the time when you're in that zone, all you do, all you do is a simple pair of posts, but you do it so effectively. Exactly, and I think that's what this article is really trying to focus on is how to make yourself the best effective and best point-scoring fencer that you can be regardless of the situation. So, I guess in short, an injury is just, provided it's not a serious injury, any time you get injured in a bout, it's just a momentary hurdle. That would be similar to somebody who has an incredible parry four that you've got to find a way around. Don't think of it as this big stumbling block, more or less just a hurdle for you to get over. Exactly. You just, all you got, you got to rethink your tactics and, and find another way, you know, that, uh, 
there's always going to be a way for you to win a bout. The the hard part is to is to think about what that's going to be and finding it within your own mind. In short, this is our take on this particular article, Sudden Impact, written by Dr. John Heal. Take the time to read your American Fencing Magazine. It's got a lot of useful insights. And um, send us your suggestions. We'd like to hear what you think. Thank you.